What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Deborah's home was stolen. No, I don't mean thieves stole stuff. I mean scammers literally stole her home. The FBI calls title theft one of the fastest growing white collar crimes. And this story is why you need home title lock. Deborah says criminals found the title to our home online and filed fraudulent documents claiming they owned our home. Wait, it gets worse. Deborah goes on to say, I was evicted from my own home and 85 grand in equity gone. Nobody believes you can get your home stolen this easily. This is why you need home title lock, because no insurance or bank protects your home from title theft. First things first, go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if your home's title has been tampered with. You need to protect the legal title to your home so you don't end up like Deborah. Go to HomeTitleLock.com now for 60 risk-free days of protection. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Ken Starr and Alan Dershowitz are defending Donald Trump, and all three of them are horcruxes for Jeffrey Epstein. Let's begin. Welcome to the Sanity Cast. Uh, I'm John Fugel saying Ken Starr once impeached a president for fellatio. Now he performs fellatio on an impeached president. Thank you. That's the sophisticated political wit they they pay the big bucks to see um and thank you for joining us uh what a time brothers and sisters i can remember when the bald eagle was a symbol for america rather than a twitter symbol for americans who hate lots of other americans um i hope you guys are doing well i'm great i'm hosting the writers guild of america east coast awards this weekend and i just booked a, a new writing gig adapting the trump defense into nonfiction form so watch for that uh look what can we say this republican senate has covered up more shit than cat litter but i will say this um, to the Republican brothers and sisters, uh, well, there aren't really Republicans anymore, to the, the Trump party brothers and sisters, um, if you really think so highly of Pam Bondi, there's no better way to show your respect for her and her ethics than to make a substantial cash donation right now to Trump University. Please give more than you can afford as a donation to Trump University. If, if you can't, try to donate to the Trump Foundation. Uh, if that's hard, uh, take all your money, liquidate it, uh, bring cash to Trump Tower, and hand it to somebody in the lobby who promises you they'll get it to Mr. Trump. Really, you, 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 you must. Now, this is a very special episode um, because 
You know, when you're talking about our president and you, you say to someone that, you know, he's being impeached because he bribed a foreign leader to lie and help him cheat and smear to win the 2020 election and he got caught uh, and Congress has congressional oversight. And then you add also he's a stupid, corrupt, incompetent racist who stole from Americans through fraud and he can't stop lying. And then the guy you're talking to hears all this and goes, Trump's not a racist. Well, in honor of the 91st birthday of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, uh, this is a very special tribute to Donald Trump's racism. Because it's easy to get distracted. And and when a guy's an unindicted co-conspirator and a felony and he brags about sexual assault and he mocks disabilities and he's turning away war refugees and he's he's literally so corrupt he's not allowed to run a charity anymore, you can overlook the little things. Like like that he's a racist. And um, we'll also do some impeachment catch-up um, and Pam Bondi, who I love. Pam Bondi, by the way, wants to remind you, uh, the Death Star, uh, what they did is completely irrelevant compared to the corruption that was on Alderaan. Okay? Um, and some thoughts on Kobe Bryant and how we handle controversy. The main theme is the only way for this Republican Senate to exonerate Trump is to indict the Republican Senate. And that's the big lesson I'm getting from the way the Democrats have played this. There's a lot happening that isn't getting enough coverage, so we'll we'll get to that. Um, first, some Democratic-led states are suing to protect food benefits. A coalition of Democratic-led states filed a major lawsuit to stop Trump from cutting food stamp uh, benefits for people this April. Now, SNAP is one of the hardest government programs to defraud. Once again, they are cutting taxes for the wealthy and cutting services for the poor. They have Medicare cuts on the table. They have Medicaid cuts on the table. They're literally doing this. They're Mr. Burns crossed with pro wrestlers. Michael Bloomberg is backing statehood for Puerto Rico. This is fascinating. I wonder how does this issue play? Uh, I'm very curious to see how other Democrats come down on it. It's very audacious. I'm a fan of it. I also think we should give statehood to uh, Washington, D.C. And, um, you know, if uh, people object, we can let Mississippi and Alabama secede. Uh, Donald Trump can be named ruler. We can just call that area Whitetopia. They can share a border uh, with Mexico, do whatever they want. And um, we'll just take in Puerto Rico and D.C. and keep 50 stars on the flag. I mean, I'm here to help. Also, Tulsi Gabbard uh, went back on Tucker Carlson's Fox News show, which is part of her brilliant overall strategy to reach Democratic primary voters who watch Tucker Carlson's primetime Fox show. So well done. Um, Trump administration released their long promised regulation to remove millions of miles of streams and roughly half the country's wetlands from federal protection because they are polluters who lie and they want to poison the air and the water and they're doing it right in front of us um this is the largest rollback of the clean water act since the law was passed in 1972 um my favorite headline of the whole week was uh, the church of england which now declares that sex is for married heterosexual couples only uh so nobody tell the church of england who it was that started the church of england and please don't tell them why he started it uh finally uh the president's miami golf course uh resort um they doubled their room rates just before the white house announced he was going to visit on thursday which means we taxpayers who have to pay when the president goes to his own hotel because you know he doesn't like let the secret service and the administration and all the aides and all the staff he doesn't let them stay in his hotel for free he charges them 
to stay in the hotel. So we the people are paying their salary and we're paying for their hotel rates. And this president goes on vacation a lot more than any other. He broke Bush's record and Bush broke Reagan's record. But this is the first time we've ever done this where the money goes right into the president's pocket. And he doubled the rates. They did it right before the announcement. They are fleecing the American people. When he finally gets his presidential hotel, uh, I'm sorry, presidential library uh, and museum, it's going to have to have a casino in it because he will be taking these people's money beyond the grave and they will be giving it to him. So um, how do you talk about impeachment with your Trump loving friends? You know, that coworker with the problem with the bald eagle wallpaper. How, how do you talk about it? Use facts. Be patient. Don't get angry. Um, And again, use facts. So really, there's three arguments you're going to get from people who are getting all their news from Sean Hannity. One is that uh, impeaching Trump. Well, this is actually Matt Gates tweeted this. He said impeaching President Trump is an attack on the voters. It is undoing the will of the American people. You'll get that a lot. You know, oh, you're undoing the, the will of the people. And the problem with that is Hillary Clinton was the will of the American people, Matt Gates, you petulant sack of weasel pus. Uh, then there's another one. They'll be saying, you know what? This is just all you've wanted to do is undo an election. This, is, this has been the liberals' plan from the beginning. The Democrat Party from the very beginning has just wanted to undo an election. And again, yes, admit, yes, our goal all along has been President Mike Pence. Oh, my God, it's so stupid. And then there's the best one, which is Trump. This is all happening because Trump was just fighting corruption. Now, let's talk about this. Ask your friends to name any person Trump has ever demanded be investigated for corruption who was not running against him for president. Trump told his NSA last August of 2019 that he wanted to withhold the aid to force investigations, and that is only corroborated by every single witness. Joe Biden has been accused of no crimes. Donald Trump did not ask his own Department of Justice or his FBI or his CIA to investigate Joe Biden or Burisma or Hunter Biden. He wanted no investigation. He wanted a foreign government to give an announcement of one. When has Trump ever demanded a corruption investigation of anybody who wasn't running against him for president? And why didn't he have William Barr investigate? Why isn't William Barr investigating Burisma now if it's so corrupt? I think we know the answer to this. They don't want an investigation. They want to smear. They want to do something like they did to John Kerry with the swift boats. Something like they did to Barack Obama with his birth certificate. Something like they tried on Barack Obama and Susan Rice and Hillary Clinton by exploiting the deaths in Benghazi. What does Trump do? He lies. What does he do when you don't lie? He threatens you. That's why he mocked the reporter's disability, because the reporter wouldn't back up his lie about Muslims dancing in Jersey City on 9-11. Also, let's talk about corruption. Uh, Not one, but two Jeffrey Epstein lawyers are defending Donald Trump. Two men who took money to keep a child rapist and a child trafficker out of jail are defending Donald Trump. Uh, One is Ken Starr, who turned a blind eye to gang rape at Baylor and, um, of course, was independent counsel during the investigation of President Clinton. Uh, Did you like his speech? I I love that he actually, he said, um, for much of early American history, the sword of presidential impeachment had been sheathed. He he can't stop making everything into a dick joke, ladies and gentlemen. This This is proof. Ken Starr warning us about the evil of impeachment is like Gargamel warning about Smurf abuse. Um, all these guys, you know, and, and Jay Sekulow and Pat Cipollone, the, the, the two respectable ones, watching those guys on TV, they're, they're competing for Donald Trump to give him the rose. Um, but Pam Bondi, you know, 
Pam Bondi, who didn't mention in her presentation that she's making twice as much per month as Hunter made from, from Burisma, she's making twice that per month from Qatar for no reason. She registered in July under the Foreign Agents Registration Act as a part-time $115,000 per month lobbyist for Qatar. Okay, that's the woman who's up there talking about Hunter Biden taking money from a foreign corporation. And Pam Bondi investigated Donald Trump's fraud university until Donald Trump gave her re-election campaign $25,000 through another org, and then she dropped the investigation, and then Trump University was disbanded because of fraud. Trump had to pay $26 million for his education fraud, and now Pam Bondi's on TV arguing that Donald Trump really, really, really cares about corruption. Pam Bondi pushed the exact Russian conspiracy theory that Fiona Hill warned us about, and she did it. She did it for Trump, and she did what Ukraine wouldn't do. She publicly smeared the Bidens with a bullshit rumor. The contractors who trusted him, the students of Trump University who trusted him, the donors to the Trump Foundation who trusted him, the wives who trusted him. This guy negotiated with Israel over all this money and this ridiculous, morally corrupt uh, Mideast peace deal while Netanyahu was under indictment. This guy who deals with Saudi Arabia after they murdered an American citizen journalist, American resident journalist. This guy who loves Russia, who loves Putin after Intel proved he attacked our election. They hacked our electrical grid. They poisoned human beings in the UK. He loves Kim Jong-un who starves his own family. Donald Trump is corruption. Zelensky gave in and agreed to Trump's terms to announce his investigation on CNN. Again, why would the president of Ukraine go on American news to announce an investigation of an, Amer- uh, of an American citizen for a Ukrainian company? Why would a president of Ukraine ever do that? And then when the truth came out, Zelensky gazzled his own CNN appearance. Donald Trump's call never mentioned corruption. He never asked his own Department of Justice to investigate. Donald Trump fans do not have a problem with corruption. If they bring it up, you tell them you don't have a problem with corruption or with lies. Burisma Holdings was not under any kind of scrutiny at the time that Joe Biden was calling for that guy Shokin's ouster. So here's the deal, MAGA. Here's the deal, CAG. Here's the deal, CAG suckers. Every bit of evidence, all the testimony, all the diplomats, the European ambassador who only got the job because he poured millions into Trump's money laundering inauguration scam, a lieutenant colonel with a purple heart, the office of budget management, management budget staff who had emails where they were terrified that the president was making them commit a crime. The Government Accountability Office confirming that Trump broke the law and the hired goons who had their iPhones recording video everything that brought us to this moment that got Donald Trump impeached, including his own NSA saying he broke the law. Everything that brought us here came from people who worked under Donald Trump. All of it. The only thing the defense convinced me is that I am never going to vote for Hunter Biden. Finally, Donald Trump tweeted, Nancy Pelosi wants Congress to take away authority. Presidents use to stand up to other countries and defend Americans. Stand with your commander-in-chiefs. Commander-in-chiefs. 
not commanders in chief. He said commander in chiefs. It, it's this guy. It's like flowers for Algernon, except Charlie becomes a fascist and never gets smart. Here's a question. Do you feel younger than you appear? Do you ever look in the mirror and say, wait a second, I don't feel like that. The under eye bags, or maybe it's the crow's feet, or maybe it's the wrinkles that can add years to your appearance. Look, looking your own age is great, and feeling comfortable in your own skin is important, but there's always that sting when someone thinks you're older than you really are. You just, you just, some days you can't take that crush of the ego. Some days it makes your confidence level plummet. It's okay. It's human. Let's talk about a quick and easy fix. Plexiderm, a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates wrinkles, crow's feet, fine lines, and under eye bags in minutes. That's right. I'm talking minutes. Exactly what you need to win the battle against Father Time and restore your confidence. Look, don't believe it. I didn't either until I tried it. I have massive bags under my eyes, like Mario Cuomo level, like... I'll try to store them in the overhead bin on the plane. Now, uh, within minutes, I tried it, and I couldn't believe how different I looked. And it's the holidays coming up. You're going to have to be in a lot of pictures. Maybe you need this kind of fix. Plexiderm goes on clear, so no one will know you're using it, and the effects last for hours. Go to tryplexiderm.com and use our code SEXYLIBERAL for 50% off plus an additional $10 off. That's right, 50% off plus an extra 10 bucks off. This offer is also available by calling one 800-685-1292 and mentioning code SEXYLIBERAL. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit tryplexiderm.com today and use the code SEXYLIBERAL at checkout. That's plexiderm.com code SEXYLIBERAL. So this Washington Post-Ipsos poll found that more than 8 in 10 black Americans described Donald Trump as a racist. They also describe the sky as blue, um, eight and ten, and the other two are what diamond and silk. I don't know. I, I, I mean, last remember last fall there was the poll that showed that uh, Donald Trump had a three percent approval rating among black women, and the margin of error was three point two percent. Anyway, um, I want to talk a little bit about Donald Trump and racism. Uh, this is a bit late for MLK Day, but it was inspired by something that happened. Um, I, I get I get attacked by this guy uh well by a lot of right-wing trolls one of them is married to dana lash and this guy is someone who talks about his deep deep abiding christian faith and he defends a president who spread a racist smear about the first black president for years with no evidence um who was fired from his own nbc reality show for his racist comments who said a federal judge was unqualified to handle his fraud trial because of his ethnicity see we forget a lot about donald trump we forget that he was fired from the apprentice because he was so racist. The media has forgotten that he spread this racist birther smear with no evidence about the first black president for years. Uh, people forget that he and his dad were literally sued by Nixon for being too racist. And that's really racist, friends. That's like Keith Richards runs your intervention. Donald Trump took out a New York Times ad to demand the execution of the Central Park Five, who later were exonerated. Trump never apologized for that. Donald Trump campaigned on banning the members of one religion from entering the U.S. Okay? That, that, that falls into the bigot chasm pretty well. Back in 1992, Donald Trump had to pay a $200,000 fine. You know why? He was moving the black dealers off the tables in his casino because one of his rich racist gamblers uh, didn't like seeing black casino dealers. And Donald Trump had to pay a $200,000 fine for doing this. He never denied that he did it. He just paid the fine. Donald, Her Donald Trump uses Pocahontas as a slur. Okay, when he says Pocahontas, that's racist because he's using it as an insult at someone who, by the way, 
never lied to get ahead in her work and who does have Native American ancestry. And Donald Trump lied in his book that he's Swedish. All right. Anyone says Pocahontas, you say Sven. Um, The Daily Stormer, which is sort of the New York Times for racists, says uh, Trump is more or less on the same page as us with regard to race. So if he's not a Nazi, the Nazis think he's a Nazi. In 1993, Donald Trump said that some Native Americans shouldn't be allowed to run casinos because they don't look like Indians to me. Uh, He said that Haitians all have AIDS. He said that Nigerian immigrants wouldn't ever go back to their huts. This came from two different White House officials that he said this. He was quoted um, by John O'Donnell who's the president of his casino in Atlantic City and president of the Plaza Hotel, as saying, black guys counting my money, I hate it. The only kind of people I want counting my money are short guys that wear yarmulkes every day. I think that the guy is lazy, and it's probably not his fault because laziness is a trace in blacks. Before you get upset at me and say, wait, wait, that's just a guy who's jilted. That's a guy who's lying about Donald Trump. In 1997, Donald Trump gave an interview to Playboy magazine, and they asked him about it. And Trump said, the stuff O'Donnell wrote about me is probably true. Okay? Um, There are subtle differences between Donald Trump and the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. And on Martin Luther King's birthday, which fell on the 20th, Donald Trump bragged that he had been sworn in on Dr. King's birthday, which he wasn't. Dr. King's birthday was a Monday in 2017 Trump was sworn in on a Friday and I remember that because I thought only in America can you celebrate a man who fought racism on Monday and by Friday inaugurate a racist Uh, Dr. King said um, in a speech to the SCLC in 1967 the evils of capitalism are as real as the evils of militarism and evils of racism yeah just like Trump right Um, Donald Trump tweeted that four black or brown congresswomen were from countries whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe and that they should go back to those countries. As you know, those women are all American citizens, and three of them were born here. Um, After one of Donald Trump's racist supporters murdered a woman who was protesting racism in Charlottesville, uh, the president famously said they were very fine people on both sides. And moral, sane, intelligent people got upset. So then Trump pushed back, and his followers will say he wasn't referring to the white supremacists, okay? He wasn't talking about the Nazis and the Klansmen and the white supremacists. But that argument shows that he's a racist, because if he's not talking about the Nazis and the white supremacists and the Klansmen who were at that rally to defend statues of Confederates, then he's talking about the people who were just marching to defend the statues of dead Confederate white supremacists. See, they were literally marching to protect monuments to white supremacy. So when you say there are very fine people on both sides, at best, you're saying people who love white supremacy so much, they'll come out to march for it. They're the very fine people. And he blamed the the violence by his racist supporter on the anti-racism demonstrators. And he said, remember, hatred, bigotry, and violence on many sides. He called the Confederate monuments beautiful. He talked about the history and culture of our great country being ripped apart. The Confederacy is not our country. The United States is our country. And if you defend Confederate monuments, you are defending quitting America and taking up arms against America to keep people as pets. You don't get to have an American flag and a Confederate flag at the same time. I'm sorry, you don't get to root for the Jedi and the Sith. You can't do that. Um, And Confederate monuments are not our monuments. Good God, my brothers and sisters of the South, stop worshiping people that are your moral inferiors. In the six months following Donald Trump's election, 
anti-Semitic attacks rose 86%, according to the ADL. Donald Trump pardoned Sheriff Joe Arpaio and said he was convicted for doing his job. Joe Arpaio was prosecuted because he repeatedly and illegally detained Latino men with no probable cause. He just would pick up brown men and lock them up because they were up to something. And uh, eventually he blew off his court trial enough that he was held in contempt and Donald Trump pardoned him before there was an appeal. Donald Trump did not care when 400 Americans, I'm sorry, 400,000 Americans in Puerto Rico went five months with no electricity. Donald Trump has literally criticized protests of racism more than he's criticized racism. Donald Trump spread another rumor about Obama, again, without evidence, having bad grades. He tweeted, I heard he was a terrible student at Harvard, terrible. How does a bad student go to Columbia and then to Harvard? Donald Trump had Michael Cohen legally threaten his schools if they ever released his education records, and it's been confirmed. So he is a liar and a racist, too. Uh, he retweeted three anti-Muslim videos from uh, Jida Franson, who runs the group Britain First, which is this ultra-nationalist hate group. Uh, he referred to El, El Salvador, Haiti, and other nations in Africa as shithole countries. And Rex Tillerson had to go on his whole apology tour for that. He calls Christian refugees illegals. On the 7th of December uh, 2015, he called for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States. Remember the Muslim ban? You just tell your friends, he is a bigot. He called to ban an entire religion. And they will say, as Chris Lash did, as all the trolls say, the ban only covered seven countries. That's not the point. You fake Christians voted for a guy who claimed he wanted to ban an entire religion. That was the campaign promise he ran on. These folks don't ever get to talk about religious liberty or religious freedom because they don't mean it. That's the candidate right-wing Christians voted for. Even Dick Cheney, who the right-wing Christians imposed on us, said the Muslim sh shutdown uh, goes against everything we stand for and believe in. You know, racism that doesn't bother right-wing white guys is still racism. A denial of racism is the new racism. And they'll say Donald Trump isn't racist. Look, here's a picture of him with Muhammad Ali. Here's a picture of him with Rosa Parks. Here's a picture of him with Steve Harvey. So that's when you would say, yeah, can you show me a picture of Donald Trump with a black person who's not a celebrity? Can you show me what he's done for African Americans? Lowest unemployment rate ever for blacks. Well, thank you, Obama. Never forget, Donald Trump is golfing and sitting around the White House watching Fox News during the Obama expansion. The Obama expansion is still going on. Ask your racist friends, please say which Obama economic trend Trump reversed instead of just continuing another mediocre white man taking credit for a black man's work. And by the way, uh, Ronald Reagan, he said if an individual wants to discriminate against Negroes or others in selling or renting his house, it is his right to do so. Let's not forget, Ronald Reagan was a racist too. Ronald Reagan made a segregationist the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. These are facts. There was a veto-proof majority. Okay, that's why Reagan had to sign MLK Day into law. He, he openly said he would have preferred a holiday for Thomas Jefferson. And this is when I got to take a page out of Dr. King's book and not get angry about it. We have before us the glorious opportunity to inject a new dimension of love into the veins of our civilization. So, hating the haters only makes you stupid right back. It's true. But it is worth talking about the kind of quotes from Martin Luther King the mainstream media doesn't repeat too much. Such as, um, in Where Do We Go From Here? 
when he said, why is equality so assiduously avoided? Why does white America delude itself and how does it rationalize the evil it retains? The majority of white Americans consider themselves sincerely committed to justice for the Negro. They believe that American society is essentially hospitable to fair play and to steady growth toward a middle-class utopia embodying racial harmony. But unfortunately, this is a fantasy of self-deception and comfortable vanity. So, you know, at the end of the day, Donald Trump's a racist. Either that bothers you or it doesn't bother you. But the only thing Trump admires about Martin Luther King is the adultery. And the only thing that's been taken away from white males is white male supremacy. Deborah's home was stolen. No, I don't mean thieves stole stuff. I mean scammers literally stole her home. The FBI calls title theft one of the fastest growing white collar crimes. And this story is why you need home title lock. Deborah says criminals found the title to our home online and filed fraudulent documents claiming they owned our home. Wait, it gets worse. Deborah goes on to say, I was evicted from my own home and 85 grand in equity gone. Nobody believes you can get your home stolen this easily. This is why you need home title lock, because no insurance or bank protects your home from title theft. First things first, go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if your home's title has been tampered with. You need to protect the legal title to your home so you don't end up like Deborah. Go to HomeTitleLock.com now for 60 risk-free days of protection. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Okay, that got a little preachier than I wanted. So let's do something fun. Um, During the first six months of last year, more than 4 billion records got exposed through data breaches, which is kind of shocking. But then you realize that that means passwords were just included in all the data breaches. So the top three most commonly used passwords, over 6 million appearances between them, are so weak that I'm doing this as a public service. Um, You need to know this. There are some passwords that you really shouldn't use. So uh, the most common passwords uh, in the world made the list, but um, they are uh, password 111111, ABC123, and password1. Please stop using those. Um, According to the NordPass report, uh, the worst passwords you can use, and I get a grant if this is educational. So if, if you see your password, please consider changing it. These are considered the worst passwords you can use. Number one, one, two, three, four, five. Number two, one, two, three, four, five, six. Number three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Number four, test one. Number five, lowercase, password. Number six, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Number seven, zinch lowercase. I'm here to help. So I was in Los Angeles last weekend for a reading of a, of a script I've been working on, and um, I was shocked at how bad the fog was. I got off the air on Friday night from Sirius XM's Hollywood Studios, and um, I literally didn't take the freeway back uh, to where I was staying, because the fog was so bad, I didn't want to be on the freeway. I felt like I'd rather take the side streets and just be under streetlights and stop at red lights. So... <sighs> when I heard on Sunday morning about what happened to Kobe Bryant's helicopter in the fog, I was shocked, um, like everyone else. And 
I, I kind of got to realizing that it's different than when uh, an artist we love dies, um, be it Prince or Tom Petty or Bowie. I mean, it, when an artist we love dies, yeah, they're a part of our life, definitely. But, you know, when did you see Prince? So five years ago. You know. But when it's an athlete for a team you love and you spend hundreds of hours a year with this person, going through every kind of emotional up and down and suspense and fear and anguish and joy, there's a real bond. And so I understand the outpouring of grief deeply. And, you know, he, he's unlike any other athlete. I mean, who can you think of who plays their entire professional career for one team? He was the youngest player in the NBA history at the time. You guys know the stats. He got two Olympic medals, five championships. He's fourth on the all-time scoring list for the NBA. And, of course, on in July of 2003, he was charged with uh, one count of sexual assault in a case with a uh, 19-year-old uh, hotel employee. And um, he paid every price for it publicly. He uh, lost his endorsement with uh, McDonald's. Um, in August uh, of, of 2004, the woman from the case uh, filed a lawsuit in a federal court. And a month later, that was dropped. This criminal sexual assault charge was dropped. So... You know, when, when this happened, it was interesting seeing the media coverage and how many people focused, um, how many media sources focused on that. And we've tried really hard on our show to give as much dignity and use the most possible sens sensitive language for both the accused and the accuser. Um, we also want to reference the names of the other people who tragically died because it wasn't just Kobe and his daughter. John and Carrie and Alyssa Altabelli died. Sarah and Peyton Chester died. Christina Mouser died. The pilot, uh, Ara Zabayan, died. But the controversy over the sexual assault charge has been really interesting to watch, and, and I don't claim to know the absolute truth on it. I'm a fan of this debate. I'm a fan of living in a society that can have this debate. Washington Post reporter who got suspended because she tweeted an article, a link to that story. And um, she spoke out about it. The entire newspaper division apparently rallied behind her. And the paper lifted the suspension and said she didn't violate their guidelines. It was awkward. It's, it's, it's unpleasant. And I get it. There is no right or wrong way to do it. Because none of us get to say when someone has atoned. None of us have a right to say when someone is forgiven. Only a, only a victim, a survivor, can grant that forgiveness. The culture can't. So it's messy. I, I've been accused of being way too soft on a rapist, and I've been accused of calling an innocent man a rapist in the same day for the same broadcast in the last week. And we had Dave Zirin of The Nation on, who's much more eloquent than me. But as messy as it is, as ugly as it is, um, this woman accused him of these things and anyone can read his apology letter which I think is uh, uncommonly frank I don't get to forgive him it's not up to me the woman who was wronged dropped the charges the woman who alleged she was wrong dropped the charges his wife clearly forgave him what I know is this a lot of folks talk about how does a man come back from me too and I think Kobe Bryant did his best to show how a man comes back from Me Too before there was a Me Too. Because when Kobe Bryant first came on the scene, it was really popular to hate him. I mean, he, he played up the bad guy thing, but you haven't really heard anybody hating Kobe Bryant in the last 10 years. He's become a really beloved figure, which is not how his career started, and it's certainly not how he was regarded 
in 2003, 2004, 2005. But, and again, no one knows what happens, what happened. But Kobe Bryant devoted himself to becoming a better person. And that's clear in watching how he made himself more of service, how he grew as a man, as a father, as a husband, as a, as a player, as an elder statesman in the NBA. I, I think that none of us get to say when a man has redeemed himself, but Kobe Bryant showed the model is that you never stop trying to redeem yourself. I want to know what you think, so please write to us anytime at thejohnfuglesang.com. We do read your letters over the air. Um, and again, I'm not claiming to know what's right or wrong to say about Kobe. I'm a fan of being alive at a time when we're even having this debate. Uh, thank you guys very much for joining us. A couple things really quick. On um, Friday the 14th, I will be performing with Louis Black and Alan Zweibel at the Madison Theater in Rockville Center, Long Island as the Magnificent Bastards. It's our first date. More dates are coming. We're going to have different uh, fun friends joining us on stage at all of these shows. That show's almost sold out, but you can go to madisontheaterny.com. That's theater, R-E ny.com um on friday the 21st i'm performing and headlining a show called progressively funnier at the hopewell theater in new jersey with the great leanne lord and the great scott blakeman that's going to be really really fun this coming saturday the first of february i'm hosting the uh, writers guild awards in new york boy man let me tell you they have cut my time down so much all these actors they got to catch up red eye flight to the baftas there are prom night sexual experiences that are longer than the monologue time they're giving me that's all i'm saying the sexy liberal comedy tour is coming back March 21st uh, in Madison, Wisconsin at the Barrymore Theater. I'm going to be in Albuquerque, New Mexico at the Free Speech Festival uh, for the Revolutions Theater Company in uh, for Trick Lock Theater Company in um, Albuquerque uh, the last weekend in March. Then April 4th in Washington, D.C. June 6th in Minneapolis, July 11th in Chicago, October 17th in New York City. Um, one more thing on religion, and it's not about Paula White. Although Paula White is to Christianity what Jesus was to shouting crazy shit coked up in public. Um, last Saturday, about 200 Jews paid a solidarity visit to a mosque in East Jerusalem that was torched in a hate crime in the uh, Sharafat neighborhood. And on the other side of the continent, a, a, a whole other continent, senior Muslim leaders were joining the descendants of Holocaust survivors in prayer during a visit to Auschwitz in honor of the 75th anniversary of the liberation. So the Muslim leaders stood side by side with the figures from the oldest Jewish advocacy group in America, the American Jewish Committee. Um, and I hope you get a chance to see some of the visuals from that. Uh, it was really special um, from both events, the Muslims attending the Holocaust Memorial and the Jews giving a solidarity march to a uh, mosque that was torched in East Jerusalem. Um, that's what I believe in. That's my religion. If I have a religion, it's that. Those people crossing religious boundaries. That's love. It's the only religion that matters. Thank you very, very much for listening. And uh, please subscribe to all the shows on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Come to the live shows if you can. I am on Sirius XM Progress every night, Monday to Friday from 9 to midnight. Ooh, man, is that a soothing thing on your nervous system working those hours? Um, so please listen, Channel 127. You can either listen live as a broadcast every night, 9 to midnight Eastern, 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific, or listen as a podcast the next day on demand or on the app. I'm John Fugel saying thank you very much. And remember... Um, if somebody's talking about the ignorance of racism and your first response is to say it's okay to be white, 
they were talking about you. Peace.